Welcome to the 32nd episode of the ML Backstage Podcast. My name is Mars Luna. And I'm Ethan. I'll take it from here. Thank you. What's up, y'all? It's Joshua Luna here with a very special ML Backstage episode. This is the very first live broadcast as my fellow co-host, Holo Kaikitovis, came to visit me here in Vegas. I showed Holo the new Mars Luna album, New Orbit, that's yet to have a release date, but hopefully soon because he's playing recapped Holo's Vegas experience so far and I asked whether we like the people we're becoming and whether we're satisfied with our relationship status. This live episode brought a very different energy than usual and I'm very excited to share it with y'all. Don't mind my voice, I lost it the day after we recorded it ironically. I'm technically on vocal rest but I had to record this take real quick for you guys. Hope everyone enjoys the episode and New Orbit whenever it comes out. Let's get to it. All right, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 32nd episode of the ML Backstage Podcast. I am Joshua Luna, and alongside me right here... Oh, what's up, brother? ...is my boy Holokiki Tovez. Gee! Staying here in Sin City, straight from the ATL. <laughs> if you can tell, this is, this is our very first live episode and we're very excited to share this with y'all uh to those who are new here welcome uh the ml backstage podcast is basically a behind the scenes look a time capsule of uh my musical project well first of all let's backtrack a little bit um so i make music i joshua luna go by a stage name of the stage name mars luna uh the Cosmic Prince and Space Alien singer, uh, pop R&B singer, songwriter from the sixth dimension and full-blown character. And, and Holo's been, Holo Kaiki's been mm-hmm. my uh, photographer and one of my best friends since high school. We also have another co-host uh, named Kainalu Kamai and he's also another photographer of mine and one of, my other, one of our other best friends. And uh, he's back in Hawaii, uh, where we're from, and he's probably surfing right now. And we're <laughs> right. we're, we're recording on Veterans Day today, and he's a member of the National Guard. So uh, shout out to Kainalu Kamai, Happy uh, Veterans Day, even though I told you already in person, uh, in text. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, it, as you can tell, this is our very first time doing this Dang. live, and I honestly don't know how it's gonna go, but uh, yeah. Back to the original point of this podcast is basically a behind-the-scenes look, kind of a peek behind the fourth wall, um, so to say, and uh, it's basically a time capsule to kind of keep track of the of the singles, the EPs, albums, projects, creative projects that I do, and to kind of just be like, oh, this is how things were Mm -hmm. when when we when we were recording this or when. I was going through this process, you know, and I can look back at it and, and y'all can look back at it years from now because, you know, progress and growth is not meant to be instantaneous. It doesn't happen overnight. And, you know, sometimes things blow up like years later when you don't expect, you know, so, um, yeah, it's just more so something to keep track and, uh, yeah, hope, uh, hope you guys enjoy what you, uh, what you what you're seeing and uh, listening to today um so holo how's it been bro 
welcome, welcome, welcome to Vegas. Thank you, welcome thank to, you. Welcome to Vegas, first of all. Oh, I tell you, it was a very rocky beginning, but got on that plane mm -hmm. and came here to Vegas, you know, running on adrenaline. Yeah. I was running on two hours of sleep. Two hours. Two hours of sleep. So I was, and I was at the airport for 12 hours. At the Atlanta airport. Right? Atlanta airport, because I was running on standby mm -hmm. and of course you know couldn't i'm keep in mind i'm flying on a friday to mm -hmm. vegas right. everybody's trying to get here on a weekend yep so i've been trying to get on this flight and i got i've been booted f like five in a row five flights Sheesh. in a row got on this sixth one and i didn't i don't i didn't have a feeling that i was gonna make it but then i just saw like one seat open and mm -hmm. i was like at that point, I was, I was like praying. I was like, "Yeah, get me on this flight. Yeah, get me on this flight." And sure enough, my name got called. Tovis, boom! I book into the boarding <laughs> door. Got on. Written in the stars, my boy. Right, and I let Luna know I made it. We are here. Yeah. Uh, filming this in Santa Fe Station. Hey, shout out to Santa Fe Station, Super man. Shout out to them. This is a nice room, man. Mm -hmm. And you know. Beautiful view of the parking structure <laughs> and the bush outside, but you know, only in Vegas. Right, right. Um, other than that, you know, this is our uh, my first full day yep. here yep. in Vegas. Um, we woke up, you know, we kind of had like a slow morning getting mm. up. We did kind of just cruise. Um, Luna took me to a side of uh, a bowl, smoothie place. Better days. Uh, better days. You know, we got <laughs> we got a lot. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, and yeah, it's some good stuff. It, it's a very popular uh, local spot here, mm -hmm. for sure. And it's funny because, um, you know, we got it. It was kind of like our it was kind of like our brunch. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to show, um, uh, I wanted to show Holo here. Um, you know, spots that you you know that are local to local to Vegas because yeah, I'm because I'm a nine year I've been here for nine years mm -hmm. now and I've seen a lot of changes and things happen here um, over the years like like I moved here in 2014 and you know it's uh it I don't even remember how Vegas looked like in 2014 anymore you know what I'm saying and uh, and just seeing like all the new developments happen um, like in real time it's happening so mm -hmm. fast and better days is a spot that was kind of popping and uh, you know, they, it's like a modern 70s, like peace, love, yeah, yeah, yeah. hippie vibe. Um, like it's everything, everything's good there. Um, it's one of my favorite spots there. Um, if I ever wanted like a side bowls or whatever, um, Better Days is a spot. And that's actually where I, um, where I was like planning out a uh, new orbit. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, okay. Like just look at the looking the, at the aesthetics on the walls and yeah, stuff like that yeah, and like yeah, the, I that. yeah you know so it was just kind of like what kind of general vibe I was look was I looking for um and I know I, I needed to I I went there for inspiration so uh like you know just aesthetic wise mm -hmm. right kind of so um but anyway I was uh I was standing in line I, I finished my order you know and I saw like I saw that I saw this dude over here he was you know <laughs> I used to call I used to call him back in high school. I used to call him the Tahi the Tahitian Mac Daddy back in Hawaii. But it was right, it was right. like such an ironic nickname. It wasn't like any it wasn't like he was macking on girls or nothing. It was actually the opposite. It was very ironic. But because in my head I'm like, you know, 
He's a handsome dude right here. Mm, handsome yeah. dude right here. Like he could get, he could get any girl he wants, but he just, he's just choosing to play his PSP <laughs> in the high school. Yeah, in high school. So, like, so I was like, and we had like a, we had like a subgroup of friends, mm, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But in like, one large group of friends, but like the subgroups were kind of, kind of dominated over the big group at large, right? And. You know, we were we were hanging around a bunch of dudes who were like men's men type thing, and mm -hmm. you know, and you and like you were friend you were friends with them, but like, um, and we but we had like our, I had our own like subgroup with with myself, Kainalu, Scott, you know, Helene, Natalie, and you know, and you and you are kind of like in between both of them, you know, with your PSP, and then like, you know, I was like I was like man. I mean, this dude, this dude got to stop playing. You know what I'm saying? Like he could get any girl he wants. I swear. And then like, and then that's kind of where that nickname came from. Yeah, yeah. And true. I saw. And going back to better days, <laughs> going back to better days, I, I finished. I finished ordering my thing, and then I saw. I saw this dude macking with the cashier, and I, I was like, okay, I gotta. I gotta kind of move this up right here, and then like pulling up my phone. To those who are listening, I'm like. Like pulling up my phone and like trying to be discreet with it on the side, but then like out, right was that right when I was about to press record, he was done with his order. I was like, ah, never mind. Oh, I was like, ah, oh, never mind. Shoot. Oh. It would have been, but hey, we're going back there tomorrow. So <laughs> just because the acai bowls are pretty damn good, I got an ube one that was recommended to me, and I just want to say I want yeah, to give my feedback. You know, I want to give okay, my feedback. Okay, what is your feedback? What is your feedback uh, of better days? That it was, you know, it, it, it was, I had, I had like this ube, acai bowl, and then I had this um, burrito. And I, I did finish the, the ube, and then I went on to the burrito. It, it was good. It, it, you know, it was light. Yeah. It didn't feel like it was heavy, but, yeah. you know, I got to eat a lot nowadays. Right. So I got that burrito, but, yeah, it, it was smooth. Like, mm -hmm. I would say better days is up there with um, Holly Evil Bowls Ooh. and uh, Farm to Barn. Oh. It, but it, it's, oh. I, I, I noticed that it's much more um, sorbet, like, so, like solid, kind of like, yep, yep. it's not very like um, smooth, yep. like Holly Evil Bowls. Right, right. Or like Acai Bowls in Hawaii. So that's kind of what I enjoy the most is that I get to dig in it. It's, it's solid. Yeah, yeah. It's made for the. It, I would say like it's the side bowls for the desert. Right, right, right. That's kind of how I would. It's because that's true. Because you know the the climate is different out here, right? Mm -hmm. It's very dry. It's very, you know, very arid, right? Whereas like you know in Hawaii it's humid and things melt faster. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, so that's why you. It's probably solid like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, and. Yeah, he, this dude loved it so much. He's going back there. We're, so, go, we're going wait, back there tomorrow. I just asked you. I was like, "Oh, this is a pretty good place. I think we should go back tomorrow." <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, that's what you said, not me. <laughs> that's, you said not me, but any, but anyway, um, yeah. So that happened. We also got some Mexican food last night. Oh, dude, um, and, Mexican food. And situated, situated ourselves, you know, in in the hotel room here. Yeah. Um, I gotta say though that toilet there is getting a lot of action for the Mexican food. <laughs> <laughs> God dang! That's what I said last night, because I mean you got that um, 
you got that you got the spicy sauce you know what yeah, i'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah. i didn't get that for that reason because i knew that if i was gonna go home it was about to be it would have been a situation but i wasn't going to, i wasn't gonna allow that to happen so you know it's uh that's neither here nor there um just kind of uh, just kind of taking holo to two spots that were local to here and right, right, just thinking right. that like I don't, I'm like, I don't know what kind of Mexican food, Mexican food joints they got out there in Georgia. So I was like, yeah, you know, we in the West coast now. So, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Um, let's, uh, you know, just have them pull up to the spot, you know, right by my house. And, uh, and yeah, like, and now we're here doing this podcast. Um, um, as, as far as I go, like it's, this has been a really busy week. Um, had, I had rehearsal for, I had rehearsal for for work uh, on Thursday night for a new song that we're gonna that we're gonna be playing this Sunday, and it's pretty easy work. I'm not I'm not gonna lie. Um, like the song was pretty easy. And on Wednesday, I and Wednesday I colored my hair yeah, yellow. Smooth man. You know, just straight to albums, straight to album season. Yeah, straight album season. Straight to album season. So yeah, I I color my hair. For Mars Luna, I color my hair to symbolize that okay, I'm working on a big project. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's it's not because I'm I'm not just doing it for the vibes. Yeah, yeah you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like there's intentionality behind what I, behind coloring my hair and like I remember when I showed my mom uh, my hair for the first time and like coloring my hair because this is something I actually wanted to do ever since I was a kid. Like I wanted to color my hair red. Because red is actually my favorite color, and I did that for um, Lost in Space. I, you know, and I did I colored it purple for Dark Matter. I was like, it was all right. Mm -hmm. But then, like, when I started coloring my hair yellow, I felt like that. Was, I felt like it was universally liked by everyone. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it felt it felt natural. It took to a whole meeting. Like I, I feel like like I would always tell him when he was he would share pictures of. Him and his blonde hair, I'd be like, bro, you look like straight Korean. That's the bleach. Yeah, it's the, the, I was, was like, bleach. you can pass for a K-pop artist. Man, I I think my voice is too deep for that, though. Oh, uh, yeah, you know. They, like, they my got, talking yeah. voice is too deep. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, they'll, you, they'll be like, oh, you're Korean? And you just speak, and they'll be like, oh, never mind. Oh, oh never mind. <laughs> never <right>. mind. <laughs> like, all your mo comes out. Right, right. <laughs> I, mean, I don't really do that here. I just do it with the homies. You know what mm, I mean? Right, right. Um, because, yeah, I mean, I think you know, being like talking pigeon with with the homies, like with you, with Kainalu, it's it's a coping mecha coping mechanism. Mm, yeah, it's like a way of like missing home, missing Hawaii, you know, and be like, I, and I'm like, I got it because it's so relaxed and it's so free, right? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I can't really do that with other people, you know, but that's like, you know, that's the thing about culture, right? Culture is, uh, you know, you got to know like what lines you got, what lines can you cross, what lines, well, what's the safe zone, right? You know what I'm saying? Or like, um, oh gosh, I'm, I have a term in my head, uh, code switching code switching like in especially living in uh the continental united states like i yeah, had to yeah. you got to code switch a lot and i'm pretty yeah, sure I, you you've noticed that even living in georgia right yeah i, I noticed that a lot like sometimes when i would i would 
I would pick up on these um, these phrases that yeah. especially the African American would say. Yeah. Like they would say like "come on" or they would say they would say a lot like um, like how I would say something and like right. somebody tells me to do something, I'll be like "okay," but then they would say "all right." And then yeah. you just do it. And then there's stuff, right. there's like, all right, yeah. yeah. Or they, instead of saying, you're welcome, yeah. they would say, I appreciate you. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I noticed, I, I would say it a lot to Luna. I'll catch myself saying it a lot to I, like, I, I do that, I do that as well. Yeah, yeah, it's like, I'll, I'll say uh, it to... For sure, for sure, appreciate you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, it, it's, it, it, when you're, you learn all these phrases, and going back to code switching, you kind of embrace it and yeah. you you would say it uh -huh. but you'll notice that you'll be more conscious of how you say it to other people because you you know that oh i can't say it to this type of person right. or this type of group i need to switch it and it's kind of like uh i would say it's a skill set because you are it's deciding, very much it's very much a skill set yeah you, you you are deciding to switch your way of your speaking and the way you you put together your words because yeah. back Back home, I'm so e I'm so laid back. Right. And when say, yeah, when when I go to Atlanta, I'm like my friends, my coworkers. They will say, "Oh, I'll see you tomorrow." And then I would say, "Shoot, my brother!" And they will look <laughs> at me, and they will look at me, and they'd be like, "Oh, shoot, you shooting me?" And I'm like, yeah, "Oh, right, right. shoot!" Like I I meant like goodbye, shoots. Yeah, like that. It's like that's a that's a Hawaii thing. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of what it. Uh, my bad. <laughs> yeah, it's like that's, yeah, it's like oh okay, but um, yeah, like back in Atlanta, I'm trying to normalize you know the shaka. Right, right. And I've noticed when I use a shaka, like I would throw shakas at them, my coworkers, yeah. or I'll I'll shaka back to when changing lane. Yep, yep. I do um, that too. I, I noticed that people started using it too to relate to me. Yeah. And when I see it, I, 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 when I see it, I tell them straight up, like, oh, I love seeing that shaka. Yeah, I mean, it's it's as long as it's an earnest attempt, and yeah. it's not like, it it can be very tricky because it's like, like like I mentioned earlier, there's there's a fine line. Like people just, even if you try to educate people on whatever, yeah, yeah, like your culture, and some people may not just not get it, and that's okay. Like sometimes people will have like. Even with Hawaii, I would probably say like, you'll never like fully know unless you've lived there for a while mm. and immersed yourself in the culture. Mm. And I think I, like, I can probably say the same for, for any culture really. Right, right. You know yeah, what I mean? Yes. And I don't know how we we got into that, but I think yeah. But anyway, like this is, you know, we're in. But yeah, this is your first full first full day here on your weekend vacation and. I, I've never felt more Vegas than I have over this past, like this past week. And, you know, um, it's weird. Like I had, I had like migraines on Wednesday. Like oh, it was, really? It was so bad. Oh, dang. But, and then like, I was like, well, I gotta, if my body feels like it's coming down with something, I was like, well, I gotta go get some orange juice. I gotta go I to, stock up. Yeah, I, gotta, yeah. I gotta get some, you know, gotta get some hydration. I think part of it too is just the weather because it's like sixty. It's like fifty degrees in the morning, and uh, the weather dropped pretty quick. Yeah, I noticed when I was walking outside and I was wearing shorts and a tank top. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, dang!" Well, that's what I was saying. Like, that's what I was saying <laughs> yeah. this morning. Like, I was like, "Oh, this guy's like fit." This, 
Well, it's like 50 degrees outside and you look like you're going to the gym. Different. <laughs> this man is different. <laughs> well, I remember when we was walking to the car and I was really thinking about like, oh, shoot, like I should bring my jacket with me. Yeah. But nah, it's like, run on, guys. We're right on. Run I respect it. I respect it. So, so this is a music commentary podcast. So, that, so going into hard transition into music, <laughs> very hard transition, very, very hard transition to music pivot. for the, for the past year I've been working on, uh, this album. So with Mars Luna, I created a bunch of projects, uh, um, or albums. They're called episodes of the cosmic chronicles, which is basically, uh, you know, uh, basically a collection of albums, a collection of, you know, episodes that encapsulate the human, per- the, the human perspective mm, yeah. from an intergalactic lens. So from an outsider standpoint of like, you know, it illustrates like the entire spectrum of humanity really. And whether it's talking about love, whether it's talking about like faith, whether it's talking about life, you know, it's all coming from like, an outsider intergalactic point of view and uh and i've released two two albums from that chronicles already mm-hmm. um lost in space which was released in 2019 um dark matter in 2021 which is actually coming up on the two-year anniversary of dark oh, of, of, of dark matter okay um which is pretty crazy to think about and now we're we're working on the third one um, which is called New Orbit, and and you can probably tell by the title of this uh, podcast here, um, and I would probably say that album update it's literally almost done. Yeah. I I know I said last episode that oh this album is going to be released in November for sure. It's going to be released in November for sure. But I also said that it was going to be released in October for sure. But I mean, like, <laughs> life happens. Yeah, life, life, life happen. happens. Yeah. You know, like kind of, like I'm not tripping, tripping about it. All I told uh, Morgan Wright, who is a producer, he was on, he was on an ep- uh, two episodes ago. So you can check that, check that one out. Um, also, uh, <laughs> Hawaii to Vegas transplant, um, and uh, yeah, we were we were working on it and. Um, he was actually sending me, uh, some final mixes today and we got to listen, we got to listen mm-hmm. to it, uh, right, yes. right, right before that, right before this. And, uh, you know, I just want to let y'all know that it's a very, like Lost in Space was very, Lost in Space and Dark Matter were like very melancholic projects. I would say Dark Matter especially is kind of more like it's more like comic book villain esque and lost in space was like very like diet David Bowie esque mm-hmm. and, uh, or diet and diet Bruno Mars ish diet yes, sleeping yeah. at last, slip, sleeping at last, sliping. And then, um, you know, new orbit is a very happy project. I would say it's a very drastic turnaround, um, mood wise, but sonically it's very good vibes. I would say, mm-hmm. Um, and I can't wait for y'all to hear it. Um, I should have a release date for it very, very soon. As long as Morgan sends me the, sends me the master files, which should be any day now. So be on the lookout 
Maybe I'll ha I'll drop it later on this month. Maybe in December. I don't know. As long as it, but it definitely won't be in 2024. Right, right, right. Definitely right. not going to be 2020 in the beginning of 2024. Um, but anyway, um, let's go over let's go over some of these songs. So the singles for the album are track number two, uh, this time, which we discussed in the last episode. This time was a song that I wrote with Kainalu. Kanalu Kamai, um, and way back in like 2000, 2014, when he, when he, Kanalu visited me, um, we were, we were kind of just work, we were kind of just jamming and working on stuff, and, um, the, the video of the original take is on Kainalu's YouTube, um, it's, it's under like Joshua Luna slash, slash Kainalu Kamai this time, like, you'll find it. It's uh, it's a work of art. <laughs> yeah, is it, is it like what was it filmed on? Like, it was on one of kind of all those cameras. Kind of all those cameras. Yeah, it was like OG. Like, like oh. yeah, like this. That was when I was oh. I was growing out my yeah. hair, and it was like I had like a mini afro and stuff. So, mm -hmm. but this that was written before Mars Luna, and I've actually showed the draft to several of my homies like like last year. Yeah, yeah. And then like they said like this is something that. Joshua Luna would do and that's something that you'll kind of see in New Orbit is that like in Dark Matter especially it's very much like very out there very Mar like this is Mars Luna at its like the character at its peak whereas like New Orbit it's kind of like Two-Face where it's like I'm embracing the duality as where as opposed to Dark Matter where it was it's where I was, you know, I was kind of opposed to it, and that dynamic was on display, and and Lost in Space was like me, like Joshua Luna, kind of slipping into, kind of slipping into the darkness a little bit, you know, and this time was like sonically, you could tell that, like, it's something that I would write as myself, right, right, right. you know what I mean, and. And I'm glad that it showed, it showed that. And it's, it's basically, you know, learning your lessons. Like, hey, I might've made, made some mistakes. I regret this, but this time I'll be better. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's basically yeah, it. Basically. It's pretty self-explanatory when you listen to it. Um, and Greenlight, uh, which is track six. Um, and Greenlight, shout, uh, man, I gave, I gave shout outs to Tommy Boy. Tom bro, like two episodes, three episodes in a row. You know, I'm gonna make give him a shout out again because he, he gave the template for this. He gave the template for it and sent me the sent me a beat in the pandemic in 2020 before he even worked on Dark Matter with me and Morgan. And uh, he, you know, and you know, shout out to him for you know moving as well because he moved from Richmond, Virginia, to. Cypress, Texas, which is... Oh, so he went to Texas? Yeah. he's oh, He's in a... It's like a suburb of Houston, I think. Oh, wow. Yes, so... Their music scene, too, is... Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's, it's up there. Air, everything's bigger in Texas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I love Texas, so, you know, good for him. You know what I mean? And, yeah, he sent me that. He sent me, a, like, a... He sent me a... A beat that would have landed perfectly on Dark Matter. But... You know, I wanted to use it for a different project because I I already forecasted this 
part of the process for New Orbit a while ago. <laughs> so, and then like, I figured like, okay, this is gonna be the centerpiece for the song, but I needed to redo it. I needed to redo it because I wanted to change the key and I wanted more live instruments. Like, that's why you can hear like more of the electric guitar. You can hear, um, you can hear more like even like electric piano on there, you know what I mean? Like, but the foundations of the song was all was all Tom bro, and made sure, you know, Morgan and I kind of made sure made sure to you know, pay homage. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's very much like if Rocket Science from Dark Matter was about thinking about shooting your shot, Green Light is the actual is the is the actual shooting your shot. Mm -hmm. Like I'm just looking for the green light. You know, I got nothing to lose, everything to prove. You know, I'm giving you all the signs. You know what I'm saying? Like this is, like, the interest. My interest is right. It's obvious. It's it's clear as day, right? It's so it's better days. It's better days. Blessed days. Blessed days. <laughs> Blessed days. You know what I'm saying? So that's green light and communication was track number three. I completely skipped it. So um, communication is. It's, you know, no relation, no kind of relationship is, it's going to thrive without proper, you know, and solid communication. Mm -hmm. And everyone communicates differently, right? So everyone has different styles of communicating to their partner, communicating to, you know, whoever, you know what I'm saying? And basically in, in the gist of the song, it's like, you know, she wants to work, she wants to work things out but he refuses to take any kind of accountability for whatever, you know? So it's like, oh man, I could tell she, she really cares about me because she's telling me that, you know, she wants this thing to work and I'm, and, and I'm trying to make excuses. Right. And that's kind of what it is. It's a no nonsense song. That's mm -hmm. like, um, like I say in one of the lines, like she won't take no BS and it's like, but I'm the, but I'm the one that's like, making up all of these kind of excuses for myself right, right? right, right. so you gotta get gotta get better with communication you can't go anywhere with the lack of communication mm -hmm. right so that's pretty straightforward you know what i'm saying like i feel like the singles themselves are pretty straightforward with the with the tone and the messaging and even the styles i feel like it's pretty it, it matched i feel like so um and let's break down some of the other songs so I'm basically giving y'all a preview, a uh, preview of this album, um, and even in this video, like I'll have like, I'll have the songs kind of layered underneath it, so okay. so you can y'all can get a glimpse of what, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so so this time was track number two, Lemonade is the intro track no, track number one, well or like an intro lewd type of thing, and. Uh, have you heard have you heard of the phrase um you know like you turn like turn your lemons into lemonade you know when life gives you lemons you know uh make lemonade mm -hmm. right it's kind of it basically means like it basically means to turn like what's not turn a not so ideal situation into something that's optimal and it's, make it turn into something that works for you 
you know, turn going from, you know, from pain to perseverance to, you know, pushing to pushing through and, and getting through whatever the obstacle is. And in this, in, in this part of, in this part of the song or this part of the narrative, it's basically trying to, you know, find a way to get, get a lover back. You know what I mean? And like, like hoping and holding on to hope that this person will come back. You know what I mean? And whether that hope is delusional or not, there's like a real tangible possibility. You know what I mean? And you're kind of holding on to that. And it's like saying that you're going to, you're willing to make things work and make things better, you know, so that I can be better myself. And also so that person will come back, you know, and that's kind of what Lemonade was and like I kind of have a call, little call back to um, Dark Matter with Intergalactic Love Hotline at the end where instead of Mars Luna answering the line, I have Mars Luna's alien friend, Ethan. I wish I, I, wish I brought him here today. Um, it's like the, Ethan is like breaking the fourth wall here. Ethan is like this alien figure. He's like, uh, and he's, he's an alien figure like around this tall. It's, he's a work of art for sure. And he was actually given to me for you, yeah. right? Like I saw an Instagram story, like he was just chilling on your desk. <laughs> and I complimented it and I was like, and he was like, bro, you want it? I'm like, like, yeah, I would, I, I would. I mean, it's yours, but I mean, like, if if you really want to give, if you want to hand that over, I'll gladly take it. <laughs> yeah, I got it from my auntie when I was in middle school, and she said that she got it from one of her students that made it at LCC, a Leeward Community College. Shout out Leeward. So they sculpted it, and I was like, wait, what? They sculpted this? Yeah. And I just hold it on. For so long, and I was like, "It's ET, like it's ET, yeah." <laughs> like I'm not gonna put it in a box. It's ET. I wanna put it on my desk or right, right. Keep it around. And yeah. then this guy saw it, and I was like, "Bro, you want it?" Because I wasn't doing anything. It was just like a paperweight. Yeah, I mean, and I bring him to shows and stuff, and you know, he's like a prop every single time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he's, I have this like little scenario where it's like, he's kind of like an employee. <laughs> yeah. He's like an employee of the Intergalactic Love Hotline. And, uh, you know, I, I kind of made him sound like a Chick-fil-A, yeah. like <laughs> Chick-fil-A employee, which is, which is not intentional at all. Um, but I even say the whole my pleasure thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's my pleasure. <laughs> and, uh, my pleasure, Joshua. You know what I'm saying? Hope you have a great day. You know what I mean? And, um, and yeah, it's pretty, it was kind of stupid, but I mean, like it's, a. Uh, it kind of it's kind of a continuation of the of the previous project and it's a callback to it that's the whole reason behind it and it sets up the it sets up the rest of the album um do for love track number four um it basically poses a question like it follows up uh, communication which is kind of like a make or break point in, in the album where it's like okay i want to make this work but you're gonna have to want to make it work it's yourself. You can't hide, you can't, you know, make excuses for yourself anymore. You know what I'm saying? And in this time, which is the track before communication, it's like, oh, I'll be better. I'll be better this time. 
okay, communication. All right, I'm willing to make it work, but it's I'm willing to make, but it's on you. And do for love basically poses the question, like, what do you do for love? What what am I gonna do for love? What am I gonna do for? Because true love takes work. Mm -hmm. True love is not mm -hmm. is not handed to you on a silver platter. It's not just romance. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. and as you grow older, you you realize like it requires a lot of intentionality. It requires a lot of growing pains that you're gonna have to go through. Pretty straightforward. Um, it's one of the most um, boxed-in 50-second songs you'll ever hear. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, yeah. And I listened to these songs before we started filming, and I gotta say, I wish that song was much more longer. I'll tell you why it's not longer. Part of it has to do with my work. <laughs> and part of it, too, is like, so... I was mentioning the intergalactic love love hotline earlier and for lemonade yeah. and saying that you know Mars Luna was not able to answer the phone because he was in the Bahamas or whatever in 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 my Ethan voice welcome to the intergalactic love hotline my name is Ethan I'm glad to be of service so I didn't have another verse for do for love but what I did have were full-blown skits that I could I could read them all off right now. I have it right in front of me, and uh, oh, and I'm like, ooh, it's a piece of work. I can I can say that now. Just uh, if you can like if you can, give us like an overview of the skits that didn't make. Oh, huh? That didn't make the. It, it did not make the video. final cut. I had two skits that didn't make the final cut. What was the skits about? So it's basically like. You know, like, it involved, like, online dating, mm. saying, like, so basically, it was Mars Luna picking up the line on the Intergalactic Love Hotline, um, instead of, uh, Ethan this time. It would be, it was, like, welcome to the Intergalactic Love Hotline. My name is Mars Luna, and I'm glad to be of service. According to our analytics and matchmaking services we provide, I guarantee you. This is my Mars Luna voice, by the way. So basically, I could run through the whole skit right now, because I have it right here. Oh. It's, oh. <laughs> it's like a whole thing. I think you need a separate podcast for that one. <laughs> no, I, I, could, I could run through that real quick, actually. So, yeah, it's like kind of an extension of the intergalactic love hotline, and kind of like, you know, Mars and Josh catching up and saying like, you know, I, I, you know, I, you know, I, Mars saying like the Bahamas was like immaculate, you know what I'm saying? And how's everything been? And then because on Dark Matter, one of the things I, you know, I was dealing with in Dark Matter was a hypothetical one night stand situation. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what led to like the whole thing of rocket science and like, it led to a series of decisions that led to regret in Dark Matter. And there, it led to some resentment there. But in, but it, we technically made up in New Orbit. Mars and I technically made up. And basically saying, you know, the vibes are immaculate, you know, like, you know, like I had Bumble a while ago and like, 
I was scrolling through the matches and one of them was like a 49 year old cougar oh, with two with two kids saying that she was looking for a boyfriend. Oh dang. These, nah. these are all hypothetical. So it's like, you know, and then I was like, she's almost 50 and double my age. So that's wild. You know, so I swiped left and deleted the app immediately because that age difference caught me off guard. And I was like, and I put like, I mean, I guess you can say she's a good mom, I guess. <laughs> but knowing that a woman like her is interested in me is scary. You feel me? Yeah, that, yeah. Like that, that was kind of like the gist of it. And then like, and then I said like some, like hopefully there's some women my in my age range in these streets because these <laughs> online, <laughs> these online dating stuff ain't it. <laughs> you know, and then I, and then I mentioned like how much I've enjoyed being single and, you know, just like you said I should do it. You know, Mar in, and in over again from Dark Matter, Mars and Luna basically said that you should be, you should just be single. You know, I'm just, you know, like, so it's, so it's just more so like him not taking responsibility as well for leading me down like a, a dark path. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But the, there was also an alternative. You know, and then. And then he said, like, I, and then Mars, in my Mars voice, he goes, like, I'm glad you listened to my advice, Joshua. I am proud of you. <laughs> but honestly, even though you put yourself in precarious positions over and over again, I believe in you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, and it kind of leads into the hero. Oh, into the hero. Okay. So okay. there, so at the end, it goes, like, you know, I'll, you know, he goes, and then the very end was, like, I know you've learned your lessons, and I'm confident you'll find a wonderful woman that you and your mama will be proud of. But it's up to you to choose wisely, good sir. I'm glad you swiped left on that cougar, cause they bite. <laughs> cause they bite. <laughs> and then, and then basically, like, all, basically, it's like always great talking to you, Joshua. I love to talk some more, but I have another consultation coming up in just a bit. I'll send you a few more songs before I let you go. The next song is called "The Hero." I'll talk to you next time. So it was meant to kind of segue into the hero, but with the way, the way the next song is, it did, it just didn't fit, as well as some others, as well as like, I'll probably hear it from my mom if she heard the skit. Right, right, right. And she'd be like, "Why'd you put that skit on, son?" It's because it's for the art, mother. Or I got to do it for the art. But I mean, like, and the other alternative version was instead of Bumble, it was. Tinder, mm, oh, yeah, like yeah. you know, I had like I had like thirty something matches on there, and I swiped left through all of them and deleted the app immediately. That, that was like the other alternative, but it was pretty wild. Like that's why "Do for Love" was not longer. But for music-wise, it was my I Morgan was okay with putting it on there, but for different reasons, I chose not to do it. But you'll hear it on this podcast, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, you hear the you hear the behind the scenes look. So, um, oh, and the other one with the Tinder one was like, um, you know, I swiped left and deleted the app because, you know, I don't like, you know, like, I don't want any, I don't want any O's. Any O's? Put an H in front. Oh, you don't want any O's. Yeah, I, I don't want. I, yeah, I just don't want to say that. You know? I, don't want, oh. I, I, didn't, I didn't want to be degrading. Oh, oh, oh my bad. <laughs> I was like O's. And yeah, I was and, thinking and I like. Put in, uh, oh, put it, uh, yeah, I, I was. I was thinking like, oh, does he mean that? That's why I no, asked you. I, I had to kind of word reword it around. Oh, like, <laughs> you know, like, it's like 
you know, F them O's. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, that was yeah. kind of was at the time. It was, it was, but I'm yeah. glad. I, but that was like the extended version of Do For Love. And it was my decision to cut that. Mm. Um, and part of it too is just, it was like knowing what the song was. You know what I'm saying? Like, know, knowing what the next song is. The hero, track number five. You had the villain in Lost in Space, the villain two in Dark Matter, and now the hero. Be my hero. It's basically a, a piano ballad. And it wouldn't feel right to put like some wild out there skit that was more suited for Dark Matter into to, into a piano ballad. It would, Oh yeah, that'd be it, funky. It would be really funky, <laughs> really funky and real off guard. Yeah, real, real um, out there, real out there, and uh, I think just uh, and yeah, the hero is like, I'm going to sweep you off. I'm, you know, I could be, I could be who you want. I could be, you know, the man that I'm called to be. You know what I mean? Like I don't I'm not gonna be a clown no more. You know what I'm saying? Like I know what it's like to play around. But I'm not willing I'm not gonna do that anymore. It's like you know, like those uh Prince Charming stories, right? Like Frog Prince. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like uh like the Cinderella castle thing. You know, like like Disney fairy tale stuff. But also like you know what I'm saying? Like I could be I could be the one who saves the day and sweep you off your feet and like that's Cosmic Casanova at work. The hero. Um, and these damn feelings. I talked about it a little bit last time, but the, the, the song you hear in the background is the actualized version of these damn feelings. Classic, Kainalu, um, based off, song based off Snapchat, you know, stick figure, oh, shoot. Stick, stick figure, surfboard falling off the wave, these damn feelings got me. Kainalu is a... He is... Ooh, he, he, he's a hopeless romantic. Hope, yes, hope, yes, hope, yes. Hopeless romantic. And I don't even know who he was... Who he was crushing over at the time. But it was just random. But the, the title was epic. You know what I mean? And I was I was inspired to write the song. We finished it in like a day. so Or like the next day or so. And, and then... I, I, you know... Added some different things to... And... And Morgan Scott added some different things to kind of make the song what it is, um, like kind of pop, R&B, reggae-ish version, you know. And and yeah, that's a. There's not a whole lot more that I can describe that hasn't been described about this song already. Mm -hmm. um, take it slow. Track number eight. Old, 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 old song. Written way back in 2010. Back in high school with Kainalu, with Scott, you know, and and I'm glad that I'm able to sing Take Take It Slow in this key this time. We did a music video for it like way back in 2016. And, and we got the right girl for it. But the original, the, and we had 
me and our friend, our friend Natasha walk, walk on the beach and stuff. And it was like beach house vibes yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. But the original plan was that we had back in high school was more restaurant, more restaurant, more intimate, more like, okay, um, we have, like, we have, um, more, okay, we have, like, the band's playing in the background, you know, singers trying to serenade the girl, serenade the girl that he likes, you know, that's basically the gist of it, and, like, the vibe I was looking for was, like, candlelight dinner, and it, it has, I, Morgan and I were trying to figure out the dynamics of the song, because we didn't want it to be another piano ballad like the hero, and, I will probably say that this, the way, I'm so happy that this song turned out the way it did. The fact that it's so old and it's still able to be, still able to be fresh, that is, that is very, that's very fulfilling for me. I would say that's, I'm proud of that one. I feel like it's a dynamic masterclass, I feel like. so. So yeah, that's very that's a uh, take it slow, an old high school song, turn into something brand yeah. new. And uh, Aura, track number nine. Um, that is a throwback to both Dark Matter and Lost in Space. Um, it's very much like I see this I see this girl. You know, she's staring at me. I'm captivated by this person. You know what I mean? It's like, like, what do I like? What do I do with these emotions that I feel? She's undeniable. I have to go make a move. I will regret. It. I will regret it if I don't do anything about it. You know, and just it's just, you know, you're in awe. You're in awe of this person. You're you're captivated by their aura. You're captivated by their spirit. So I'm gonna have to make a move and let's see what happens. That's basically what Aura is. It kind of has like a whole, like traveling through traveling through a spacecraft vibes, and just and or like uh, opening credits of Star Wars vibes. Like that's kind of that was kind of like the way I looked at it. And uh, I know you some mentioned something about the metal version of Aura, which oh yeah, which I didn't I. I just remembered, I forgot to mention, Morgan and I were experimenting with a real metal version of, of track number nine, which would have sent the song straight into the sun. <laughs> it literally would have sent it straight to the sun. Um, it, it's insane. I, um, but I think, but Morgan texted me back saying that he, he, he thinks he accidentally, he deleted it. Oh, he, he deleted it? Yeah. Oh, but you got a clip of it. I got a clip of it, so it's all yeah. good. It's all, all good. So just send that clip to Morgan, and he can kind of recreate it because I need something to psych me out for leg day. Yeah. Because <laughs> that metal version <laughs> is peak. <laughs> yeah, like I could be standing there and I'd be like, let's do this. <laughs> 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 like, let's do this. <laughs> Track number 10. One of a kind. One of a kind is uh, it's a song I wrote in 2016. I did like a little challenge uh, back in the day, or I think it was 2015 actually. 
uh, I did like a song a week type thing on YouTube, and one of a kind was one of those songs that I liked from that whole, from that bunch, and it's very rom-com-ish. Um, you said in the last episode that um, I didn't give away the track name at the time, right, right. but it was like it reminded you of the movie uh, Can't Help But Wait, whereas like. Um, uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt um, ran into the gu- ran into the guy, the admirer at the train station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she knew, she realized like who wrote her that letter. Um, and then you were like, oh, you could hear the song at the Kirk sing. You could hear the song like post credits yeah. after the movie was done. And I watched the movie after you said that, and I was like, yeah, like <laughs> I I do see it, and I can't unhear it now. Yeah, yeah, you know, and you know like. It's a happy song. It's a very happy song. Like knowing you found someone good for you, that you know what I'm saying. And like, and you, you're. It's like that honeymoon phase where you can't help but be around that person all the time. Yes, yes. That's yeah. that's basically what that song is. And uh, and uh, track number eleven, tangible affection, another really old song that was written in two thousand. Like 2013, I believe. Um, this this song was about, um, you know, you found a love that's that's real, that's something that's sustainable. You know, what I mean, you're going from one of a kind where it's like you you found someone real, you want to be around them all the time, to to tangible affection where it's like, okay, I can't be around you all the time. But I know that even if you're gone, the love for I have, the love I have for you is real. I know it's you. It's it was very much inspired by a song called "It's You," uh, by one of my favorite songwriters of all time, Tony Luca. Shout out to him. And uh, a very singer-songwriter-y type song, just straight guitar. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like that's another example of it being like you can tell like it's not just the you know, intergalactic out there, you know, overly, you know, over the top Mars Luna, it can be stripped down and, you know, be down to earth as well. You know what I mean? It has that little balance, you know, and tangible affection kind of illustrates that balance pretty well. And start the fire. Track number 12. Uh, this is what I call, this is song, this song is what I call the final boss because it took forever, <laughs> literally forever for Morgan and I to get through the song. Like this song was literally the biggest obstacle that we've had to face throughout the entire project because the directions that we were trying to go with were so all over the place. And I think I kind of take the blame for this because I said like, I heard something like surfaces, but the way I wrote the song was very much like bulky and like Celtic-like. And surfaces, I think maybe what I was trying to go for was like feel good. And we attained that. We attained the feel good part of it. And we did keep some surfaces elements in there as well. And I'm just proud of how Morgan and I were able to overcome that. Start the Fire was basically a song that I written during those like week challenges with, um, no, actually I wrote that in 2015 when a bunch of my friends got married at the same time. It's funny because like a quarter of them are only maybe like half of them are still married, I think. So. I kind of just wrote that to, as like a celebration song for my friends who got married. 
I feel like some of them got married a little too young, but that's just me. Um, maybe that's why it didn't work out, I don't know, but, you know, much love to them, though. Um, but, no, yeah, like, it was a song about, like, celebrating love, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, cause, like, even getting married is, like, the pinnacle, you know what I'm saying? It's, like, the pinnacle of love, it's the pinnacle of, well, not the pinnacle, but, like, it's, like, the, it's, like, the, the highest emotional peak. Mm. Okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's the end of a certain race, but it's the beginning of another yeah. one. You know what I mean? And Start the start the Fire kind of illustrates that to its core. Um, but yeah, like, the, the songs themselves are pretty straightforward. Like, there's not really a whole lot of descriptions that I could, that I could give that, you know, that aren't really obvious once you listen to these songs. So hopefully y'all enjoy it enjoy the album when it comes out and y'all will know y'all will know um when it's out because the next episode i believe it'll be out by then so holo i know you listened to the listen to the album right before we did this podcast yeah 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 yes, you're yes, you, you are the first person to you're the first person outside of morgan and myself to hear the entire thing I mean, granted, they're not the masters, but they're final mixes. But <laughs> right, right. close enough. What were, what were your impressions of the album? What were your impressions of New Orbit? Uh, I gotta, I gotta say, it's much more um, up there in energy. Yeah, like, it's more on the ha happy mood. Right. Very, very um, energetic. Very lively. Uh, we we first listened to it in the car and then I was like, Oh, we gotta listen to it again. So right. you know, we can actually talk about it here on the pod. Yeah. So I was listening to it and I kept saying, Run back that track. We run it again. Run that track again. <laughs> run that again. So my top top three would be in order. It would be take it slow. Cause take it slow. Reminds me of Versace on the Floor by Bruno Mars. Did you, say, you said take it slow, remind me of that, right? Yeah, take it slow, reminds oh, okay, me of that. Yeah, yeah yep. take it slow. Uh, because the beginning, how, I, how there's that intro that comes in, really sets the tone for a whole song. And then there's these, these damn feelings, which takes me back to... Mm. It, it takes me back to Spinning Caves, where we filmed the, the music video. And it's just funny how you can listen to a song and it brings you back to that place. Yep. And these damn feelings, this rendition, I feel like it's the rendition that it was meant to be. Yep. These damn feelings. And there's this part where, where he's singing and I think it was just the first verse and then it goes into the the body of the song mm -hmm. and it's it feels like for me it feels like he's taking you along with him and he's telling you the story like he's there with you like walking yeah. alongside you and i told him to run that back one more time again and again yeah and my third favorite has to be do for love like Shout out to Morgan, but Morgan, why are you doing it only 50 seconds? <laughs> no, actually, that's me. That's oh, that's me. you. That's your idea. Oh, that's your idea. That was my idea because I didn't. Because I said everything I needed to say. Yeah, yeah. In that, in those 50 seconds, you know what I'm saying? And like, 
it didn't make sense for me to do another verse. Mm-hmm. Like, if you say what you gotta say, just leave it. Leave it. But yeah, like it's... Yeah, I wish that, like, I wish that song was much more longer. Mm-hmm. Because there's this beat in the back that just fills up all the gaps. Yeah. And you, I kind of got lost in that beat. And then after it just fades, and I'm like, what? That's it? Yeah. <laughs> so I told him to run it back again. Run it again. And yeah, that would become my favorite. So that's my top three favorites out of that album. Mm-hmm. Um, but for sure enough, when it, when it does come out, and I just listen, listen to it consistently from top to bottom, there's going to be some some songs that are going to stick out most than yeah. others and they're going to climb that chart. But right. Yeah, it, that, that was such a such a good listening um, session and just knowing, you know, how far Mars Luna comes and yeah. he was talking about it and I think he, he just said on the pod that this is where Mars Mars Luna uh, is at now and this is like the embodiment of him yeah it's like the embodiment of uh, the duality aspect mm-hmm. of like okay like because the character work for for mars luna was was a dark matter like comic book villain intergalactic you know what i'm saying this is more like new orbit is more down to earth but like from a music standpoint i would say that it's i would probably objectively say that this is my favorite mars luna mm-hmm. album because it's happier and one because the songs the songs themselves are are there's no like obvious favorites for me like i could it could be any other day, any other day i could choose something different right 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 yeah cuz i was even telling morgan this like they had like several different several several different like albums uh, several different like songs that they could choose from you know what i'm saying like like oh like dark matter psychopath is like the obvious top choice or the villain to rocket science mm-hmm. Or in Tom's case, gone. Uh, but you know, uh, or like, lost in space. Like, how can I live without you? Um, or good girl, or the villain. You know what I'm saying? Like, like. But with this one, I feel like there, there's no obvious. There's no obvious one because they all have. They all bring something to the table. I saw it, bro. Like, glad the glad the first impression was good. Yeah, it was good. I sure. wouldn't. I wouldn't send the album to any other person first. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I could send it to Kainalo, but I mean, he would be like, oh, it's not, it's, it's not K-pop. <laughs> it's not K-pop, bro. Yeah, you, 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 probably, you probably play like, play like a track here and there. These damn feelings. At Tantalus, and he'd be like, okay, K-pop. <laughs> <laughs> or something EDM. Yeah, he's like, nah, it's all, it's all love. Bro. It's all love. It's all good. It's all good. He, he has a, yeah. he, he has Mars Luna in rotation, mm-hmm. um, but but anyway. So um, so at the end of every podcast episode, what we do is we always end the podcast episode with a question, whether it's like a philosophical question, whether it's a fun question, whether it's a general question that's related to you know the the album or the single or interlude project. You know what I'm saying that it's. The question is tied to the overall theme and and today's question is lay it you, on us lay it on us well actually i have two questions oh two questions <laughs> i have two questions do you do you love the person you're becoming 
And are you satisfied with your relationship status? I will go first. <laughs> Did you just find these questions just like off top now? Off rip. What the off rip. <laughs> I'm like, well, this is Cosmic Casanova season, so <laughs> so why not? Oh, this is too funny, especially what happened this morning. <laughs> so I will say, do I like who I'm becoming? It could have been worse. <laughs> it could have been worse. No, but seriously, I, I do... I think for the first time in my life, I, I do... I do I do love who I'm becoming. I think mm -hmm. for the first time in my life, I, for the first time in my life, I do. It's like... I, I'm confident in myself. I know what I bring to the table. I know... I know my strengths and my weaknesses, and I know how to I know how to maximize maximize my strengths and how I know what the best version of myself looks like now. But and I think part of that too comes with age. It comes with growth. Mm -hmm. It comes with going through different experiences. You know what I'm saying? And uh, in that short answer, I I like who I'm becoming a lot. And I think once a few once a few sit more situations, land, you know, end up in my favor. I'll put it that way. Then I'll love it even more. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Am I satisfied with my relationship status? That is a question that I just came up with. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> I knew it. That's, oh, I said I came up with off rip. Oh, oh okay. I said okay, I came okay. up with it with it off rip. Yeah, you did say that. So. God dang it, Luna. <laughs> Am I satisfied with it? I'm cool with it. Like, I, there, I mean, there's no one on my radar right now. So it's just like, I'm chilling. <laughs> I'm chilling. Like, it's a... Uh... But I think I have to find out, like, what... Like what exactly am I looking for? Yeah, yeah. But even, cool. but even though, even then, it's like... I... You, I don't know if I'll even end up with my type. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah. there's no guarantee. Yeah, there's I'm no guarantee. That, yeah. So, there it doesn't. It also doesn't mean settle for just anyone. But like, I. I but it's also more like. I like being by myself, <laughs> so it's like, who. Who do I, who do I want to go through all the seasons with? Who do I want to you know, you know uh go through all the good times with and you know fight with and you know make up with you know what i'm saying like those kind of things is like who do I, like who do i i got to enjoy being with them more than i love being by myself mm -hmm. that's kind of that's kind of where i'm at with it so i'm cool i'm cool like it's if people kind of people kind of like trying to be a little excessive i'm like ah, i'm good I can go. I'm, I'm not. It's it's me season right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shoot. It's me season right That's now. Way of putting it. Um, but yeah, I'm cool with it. That's kind of like the best way I can go about it. Would I pre would I prefer to to be with someone? Sure. Like it's, I think everyone wants to be with someone at some point. For, mm -hmm. Yeah. But like, I'm happy with. I'm cool with being single. Like, I have more freedom to to be me. I have no emotions or no 
some I don't have someone else says emotions or decisions affect me like that. Mm-hmm. And that's that's a privilege I get to have right now. So no complaints. Could be better, could be worse, but no complaints. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. So that's it. Oh, cue the morning routine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. Now, nah, no pressure. Okay, well, uh, can, you, can you say the first question again? The questions I have are, do you love the person you're becoming? And are you satisfied with your relationship status? <laughs> the, the last just based, based off of, just based off of today. That's why I was like, wait, you just never just put this together just now. <laughs> no, but I'm okay. but, but in all seriousness, it wasn't because of what happened today. Okay, okay, okay. It was because it tied into it, the cosmic Casanova stuff. It was just funny that Based off of what happened today, I was like, "Wait!" I was like, "Wait!" I re- I already know his answer. <laughs> what the heck? I don't need to ask. I don't need to answer that one. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just playing, but yeah. So, um, uh, first question: uh, Do you love who you're becoming? So, as of now in life, I'll say that I'm. I can confidently confidently say that I'm satisfied the with the person that I'm becoming like I'm satisfied how many how much growth that I've um, learned and how the experiences that I had that led me up to this moment answering that question mm. if you was to ask ask this question a year ago when I was still living in Hawaii mm. then I'll, I'll be kind of stumped mm. yeah but you know being in Atlanta yeah, being be, living in Atlanta. Actually, next week is gonna be my one year. One year living Jeez. in Atlanta, and I, I gotta say, you know, living there actually taught me so much le- lessons of other cultures, other people. Yeah. And when I was, when I when I got got him picking up from when I when Luna came to pick me up from the airport, and I was looking at the Vegas lights. It made me realize, uh, and we was talking about this last night. Yeah. Made me realize, like, I would always tell them when I was living back home in Hawaii, I would always tell them, oh, I'm going to come visit you. I'm going to come visit you. Yeah. Um, because he would always visit Hawaii. Yeah. And I feel like that, for him to come visit Hawaii, didn't really push me to go visit him because I'll be like, oh, nah, 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 he's going to come during the summer. Right. Oh, it's all, it's all good. He's coming in the winter. Yeah. So they kind of made me more comfortable to be like, okay, he's he's gonna come visit Hawaii. We can spend time in Hawaii. Yeah. But when I've moved to Atlanta, and it, and I I had vacation, and I was like, bet I'm gonna go and visit Luna. Yeah. And I didn't second guess myself. Mm-hmm. Got my days, and I was like, these days I'm gonna go visit Luna, and then on my way I'll go 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 and go back home and visit my family but it wasn't like that i had to like think about it it was like it it, it felt like it was a push to go visit him and connect to him because he would all visit visit me in hawaii and i feel like 
I need to live up to what I've been saying all these years mm-hmm. that I was going to go visit him, go visit him. And now, living by myself, or with my auntie, but by myself, without any of my <coughs> parents or my siblings or my cousin, my yeah. uncle, my immediate family, mm-hmm. I had to really hone in to myself being that I'm isolated from my immediate family and understand that how, what I feel and what decisions I'm going to be making moving forward in life. And I decided, you know, I'm going to visit my homeboy and no questions asked, we're yeah. going to do it. And I feel like if I was to still be living in Hawaii, I wouldn't go out and visit him. So it's like a little push that I'm push in the right direction. Like it does get me uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, you know, living in a new environment, you know, when we were talking about code switching mm-hmm. and just, you know, filling out other people and, you know, they come from a whole different backstory, a whole different yeah. culture and me just to be crossing paths with them and just to talk to them and learn more about them. It really makes me appreciate the person that I'm becoming because I'm learning much more about myself, about other people as well as how I want to move forward in my life and how I want to interact with other people. Uh, we was talking about phrases, talking about mm-hmm. relating to people, um, how we talk to other people, how we act with other people, mm-hmm. and being stuck on an island and just knowing what is on the island. And it's so small. Like, yeah. when you leave, the island and go to the continent, continental US. Yeah. You are just shown to so much things, and it's, um, it can be very overwhelming at times. Yeah. And, but you just have to, like, deal with, not, not deal with it, but, uh, understand that you just, it's day by day, you know, you just learn day by day, <laughs> and the, these yeah. lessons that come through, you, you either, Embrace it or it's going to teach you a lesson. Like, mm-hmm. you're going to be drilled in it. So, I'll say right now at, in life, I am confident with the person I'm becoming. Mm-hmm. And I can visualize myself in the future of who I want to mold myself to be. Mm-hmm. And talking to my coworkers, making friends, uh, my coworkers becoming friends, and making friends in here in Vegas and also in Atlanta and just, you know, <laughs> connecting, network with people. It it's, gives me a huge understanding of who I am as a person being seen from other points of view. Right. And when they speak and they, they speak to me and we're, we're conversating, you can, you can really feel out like, oh, like you are on like a next level type person where it's it's things that you normally don't talk about right if you haven't gone through that transition or phase in your life yeah for um, sure it, it's it's a lot that i can i can really say but uh honestly you you yourself have to be able to know this uh what is being moving in your life and what's changing um because we we can be here talking about it the whole Whole time, but yeah. if you're not experiencing it and you're not taking note and noticing it, then how would you know if you're you're changing as a person? Like yeah. you're, you're molding 
or becoming a next level self. Right. You know, shedding, you know, shedding, skin. shedding skin and, you know, putting some hammer armor on. Right. You know, but uh, yeah, I, I think I, I'm real happy right now yeah, where I'm yeah, at. Like, yeah, because you're changing your ecosystem. Because living in Hawaii, you're used to a certain ecosystem, mm -hmm. right? And you're used to a certain way of living. You're talking about like how growth, you know, you're, you won't really know unless you experience stuff, right? Right, right. And I'll say that, yeah, it's it's reasonable to be happy about where you're headed. You actually should be. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you really are willing to grow and to better yourself as a person, mm -hmm. you should feel happy about where you are. You know, um, you know what I'm saying? Um, and there's... And with the whole, you know, like, oh, like, I'm, I'm not really, good. I don't, I don't feel like there's a need to go visit Luna because in in Vegas because he'll come over here. Yeah, yeah. But like, the thing is, like, you're, when you're living in Hawaii, you're so isolated from everywhere else. It's not geographically on the radar. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Whereas like, okay, Atlanta and Vegas are in the continental United States. It's only a four hour flight. It's on, you know, it's, you don't have to cross oceans yeah, yeah. To, to, to get here. Right. So I wouldn't say that it's, it's not, it's not a slight. I didn't take it as a slight at all because I get it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause for me, I would rather fly there anyway. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I would rather fly there anyway. So it's, I mean, granted, like, I feel like, you know, being, having, or living in Hawaii does have its limitations, obviously. Right, right, you know, right. Otherwise, we would both be there still. But it, it is what, but it is what it is. It's necessary for growth. And, you know, there's the whole thing about, like, if you live in your hometown your whole life, you're, you're not gonna, you're not, you don't have you have a limited worldview mm -hmm. at that point. You have limited perspectives, right? Because you're only used to a certain thing, right? So it, it is like all those things are, they're necessary for sure. So I, I just wanted to point that out. Right, right, you know right, what I'm yeah, saying? Like it's, like it's not something to feel guilty about. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm like, okay, I would have rather like Nalu, like Kainalu would go to Korea before he would before he would visit either one of us. <laughs> yeah, I know. You <laughs> so, gotta check that off his list, man. Just get it off the list, yeah. bro. Just just find time. Just you know, request days off, bro. Yeah, that's that's all you gotta do is talk about it and just request your days off, bro. Yeah, and then make it happen. But yeah, he eventually he's gonna make it happen. Yeah, right? for sure. He keeps talking about it. He listens to K-pop. He's surrounded by it. He K drama. K drama. He drinks soju after work. <laughs> And that's the only alcohol he drinks. Yeah. He doesn't drink like any uh, any other thing. It's I don't know. He, yeah. He, <laughs> hopefully we got we got to get we got to get him. We got to have the three of us or four of us with with Scotty live. Yeah, yeah. Got to have the four of us alive. It's gonna be it's gonna it's gonna it's it's gonna be something else. <laughs> but yeah. Um. And the second question. <laughs> that second question. Can you repeat it? Are you satisfied with your relationship status? 
I'll say yes, I'm satisfied with it mm. because right now my uh, relationship status is um, it gives me it gives me a peace of mind that okay, I I'm right now I'm not at a great place to change it because I feel like. I right now I'm not in a good place like in my life like um, career wise. Right. Like right, right now I'm all I'm almost there. Like I can really feel it. My coworkers and my friends that I do talk talk to about it, mm-hmm. they are hundred percent. They they know it's gonna happen. So right now right. I'm in that stage where the focus is my career. Right. Yeah, and once I have my career locked in. Then I can be like, okay, now we can, you know, I can start thinking about, you know, changing my my relationship status. But you know, based on today, you already know, like, it constantly changes. It's <laughs> the tone. It constantly changes. It constantly changes. So I, so I might have said this. I might have said this. Like one minute ago, but, <laughs> but now that I think about it, <laughs> now that I think about it, sometimes it changes. So I'm just being real with you guys, like, like ski. I'm the I'm the type of person like if I see something that looks good, I want to start macking on it. Like, okay. like I've learned that in Atlanta, Wendy's. Um, when these girls, these especially Georgia, black girls, Georgia peaches, these Georgia peaches, <laughs> yeah, they no joke. They if they like what they see, yeah. they go get them. Like yeah, they they don't shy. They leave shyness at home. Like oh for sure. They like they. I, they, I get it. I get you. You get yeah. Yeah, I get like, you. I understand what you're saying. Like for instance, there, there's like these girls with braids, and mm-hmm. you know I found them. Interesting, right? I found them attractive, so I'm the type of person <coughs> that would observe first, right? Right, observe right, how right. you know body language, you know, verbal cues, and just you know, observe you know how, how they hold themselves. Well, I thought wrong, these girls are attractive, but once they open their mouth, dog, they get old. <laughs> I will say that it's. I mean, it's no different from home. Yeah, it's no different from home, but these girls, they swear off the yin-yang. Bro. Bro, I was like, wait, what? Like, yeet. <laughs> like, they, oh, they talk some serious stuff. Mm-hmm. And that kind of puts me off. So that's when I was like, check, off the list, off the list. But, um. Can you, can you, could you bring them home to your mom? Oh, no, I wouldn't. Uh, no. Take, take it back to the hero. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Right. So, I'll say yes, I am satisfied with my relationship status, but sometimes I would like to change it. Right. But then there's a lot of aspects and a lot of uh, things in my life that I want to pursue and make sure they're locked in first. Right. Then I can be like, okay, this is locked in. I can start moving down. Okay, I can start focusing on, you know, this or um, pursuing someone or... You know, starting a family, and I know in life, 
uh, there's a lot of people who kind of wanna just get it done. Yeah. They wanna get it done, or they wanna just go and have fun, mm-hmm. which you know, yeah, go ahead and go go ahead and have fun. You know, you know, get it. Uh huh. But at the same time, I want for myself. I want to make sure my life is already set, and plus, it goes in into my uh, me mentally. Like how how I want to live out my life and how I want right. to li- live out my legacy. Right, right. Because when I do when I do find someone and I pursue someone, and you know go dating status, you know partner, that person that I'm with side by side is res- re- representing me and also representing my family. Right. And then it, it's just a whole like a whole connection of of things and it goes to you know representing your i'm representing her she's representing me representing her family and representing my family and i want to i want to make sure you know me mentally and my legacy that i leave behind is sad that i'm satisfied with it right and i'm not the type of of person that's going to be like jumping around you know investing investing in other people because when I see someone, seeing somebody, I'm actually putting a part of me into them and vice yeah, versa. Right. And that's a big thing for me, especially, you know, what happened years ago. And right. You talked about it. Yeah. That's when, I think that's why I'm so picky sometimes. Right. Um, I mean, it's better to have standards than nothing. Yeah. Than nothing. Yeah. So. And I think, you know, Nalu knows, even Scott knows that my standards are high. I don't really take you know, bare minimum. Rahul Kaliki has a lot of power. Oh my God. I'm saying. <laughs> Have you seen uh, La La Land? The La La? Mo- oh, the, no, no, the I didn't mo- see it. The movie. It'll, so, basically, um, um, it's kind of like, kind of like a musical-ish type of thing. Um, it has one of the most heartbreaking endings, oh, like, yeah. in, ever. You know, like, how you see, because you have, like, those, um, you have the musical? It's like a musical movie type mm. thing um, with uh, Ryan Gosling, I think was in it. I think. Okay, yeah. Okay. Um, I, I don't remember. Let me, let me check that I real quick. I think I remember. Uh, La La Land. La La Land. Uh, yeah, Ryan Gosling's in it. Mm. And Emma Stone. Yeah, yeah uh, okay. Uh, you know, like they're... I love movies that don't have the happily happily ever after ending. Mm-hmm. I love it, not because I don't want the couple to end up together, but because I'm I'm a realistic person, like I'm very much rooted in very much rooted in realism, which is kind of funny because the character I I do is he's out there in space. <laughs> it's a it's very much a contrast, but yeah. Um, and basically, the whole thing with the ending was like, um, it was the guy Seb. His dream or whatever was to open up a jazz lounge, and and um, what's her name? Mia. Yeah, Mia. I believe her name was. Google that. Mia. Yeah, Mia was. Mia was um, auditioning to become a, a famous actress. Okay. You know, and they were supporting each other throughout the whole the whole thing, their whole process. 
but and they ended up attaining those things, right? Um, and it came at the expense of their relationship. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But like they can leave. Like at the very ending, there was like Mia. You know, she was like married with married with a baby and stuff with another guy, and I guess she kind of meandered her way, her way into the um, the lounge, Seb's lounge with her husband, and right, right. he was, and Seb noticed her, and he was like, he was like crestfallen and downtrodden, because he noticed her there, and he was like, oh wow, and then, and then like he, you know, he ended up playing a piano piece, and they had like this, uh, this like imaginary scenario or whatever, and then towards the end of the song, it went back to reality, and it's like, he was playing like his last notes or whatever, and they they weren't really they exchanged looks without saying a word mm. and they knew what they knew what was said at that point it was like like we did it like we made it here but we weren't we're to get we're not together anymore you know what i'm saying right 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 so it, it's the the ending of the movie is much better than the way i just explained it but it, it kind of the way you talk, you talked about the, your career aspirations, and like getting those things in line first before mm -hmm. you finding your one, um, and how that's very important to you. It kind of reminded me of that. Okay. Because it's like, you know, sometimes, sometimes things just don't work out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's life, and that's okay. Um, and you know, and you know that you know that we gonna look out. Right, right. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, like you already know. You know, so it's like so it's like why trip for? Yeah. Yeah, especially like with the career, I wanna make sure I can take care of her. Yeah. Yeah, like gotta, gotta, gotta provide. Gotta her. provide. Like it's the Hawaiian way. The Hawaiian way. It's <laughs> the Hawaiian way. <laughs> oh shoot, man, these uh, questions, man. For someone who just got these questions on the spot is pretty deep, man. Sheesh. Jeez. I mean, yeah, I, I just I just think a lot about stuff. Mm, so that's good. That's good. But yeah, uh, yeah. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the ML Backstage Podcast, y'all. I uh, hope y'all enjoyed this episode. This episode. This was a very special one. Very first live episode. Hope y'all enjoyed it. Um, be on the lookout for New Orbit um, coming yes. out any day now. You'll you'll find an announcement any day. Maybe tomorrow. Uh, maybe you you may even find you may, you may even get an announcement tomorrow. You know. Um, but I yeah I, I mean I literally got some texts from Morgan saying that this is the final mixes. We really in the home stretch now, and I feel really good about it. You know it's the yeah. Um. I've already had some good responses on the singles, so um, can't wait to see what's in store. And uh, Polo, thanks for doing this. Yeah, you already Gl know, man. Glad we glad we were able to do this live, and uh, this is something that we've been talking about off air with uh, with all the with all the co-hosts for a while now. But uh, just you know, we're all in different we all live in different places, so it's uh, it's it's hard to kind of you know do stuff live, but. But I hope you hope you enjoyed it. So, um, you can follow me 
on Instagram and threads at Luna B. Joshua. You can find all of the music stuff at It's Mars Luna on Instagram, threads, X, um, not Facebook, at It's Mars Luna. Um, you, can you can subscribe on YouTube at It's Mars Luna. You can fo follow on Spotify and Apple Music at Mars Luna. And you, you can subscribe to the website at itsmarsluna.com. So, mm -hmm. follow what what other what else you want to plug? Well, you can follow me on Instagram, Holokuihi Tobis, and on YouTube, Holokuihi Tobis. And you know, me being here, I'm actually putting together a vlog. It's been how many months? I'll put together a vlog of my time here, and then I'm gonna yeah. be heading back home to Hawaii and yeah. you know spending time with family, and you know how that's gonna be. So yeah, hopefully you guys can check out my YouTube. Go ahead and subscribe. You know, subscribe. Sometimes I gotta plug myself in, but I am almost to 100 subscribers. Almost to 100. Almost to 100. Almost. I'm 78 right now. Oh, okay. There we go. So almost to 100 subscri subscribers. And get this man to 100. You know and then saying? I need to put in the hours on YouTube and then I can start, you know, actually monetizing my oh, there we go. my content. So Let's go, boss. Just plugging myself in there, you know, follow my Instagram, follow my YouTube, subscribe to my YouTube, you know. Um, yep. It'd be good fun. It'd be good fun. Yes, sir. All right, y'all. So hope you all enjoy New Orbit when it comes out. Hope you all enjoy this episode. Stay tuned for more updates as they come. And as Mars Luna always likes to say, Embrace your odyssey. Embrace. I'm going to do the Mars Luna sign here. Embrace. The strange. Bye. Bye, y'all. It's a lot to unpack here, Ethan. First of all, we had a live episode, which is unbelievable. Holos in Vegas, which was also unbelievable. New Orbit's still not done yet, and Joshua leaked it, so it's his fault. And my voice is cracked out because of him. Where is he so he can come get these hands? Shoot, I don't know what you want me to do. Just gotta let time do its thing, I guess. Dang. <sighs> no. Anyway, hope you all enjoyed this episode of the ML Backstage Podcast. If you liked what you heard, follow us on Spotify and subscribe to us on Apple and YouTube at ML Backstage. You can follow me on Instagram, Threads, X, and Facebook at It's Mars Luna. You can find all my music on Spotify and Apple Music and on my website at itsmarsluna.com. Stream all the singles, green light, communication, and this time on all streaming platforms and watch the lyric videos too on YouTube. Thank you all for listening, watching, and hanging out with us. Hope you're all enjoying this episode and stay tuned for the next one as hopefully the album new orbit is out by then for real this time bye